Why would I make them so uncomfortable? It probably has to do with your reputation. They feel your methods, your theories are... Spooky? Do you think I'm spooky? His face was so blank and expressionless. He didn't even seem human. I'm not turning my back on anyone! Have you ever found a metal implant in your body? Have you checked everywhere? Mulder, you have to understand! Put it down! You put it down first! Scully! Do you hear what I hear? Dog gets lost in Mexico. <laughs> he sure is. Sure. Uh, what a truly is this uh, festive, a festive episode? A festive Mulder. Yes. Uh, hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome to a brand new episode of Fox Mulder is a Maniac. Ho, ho, uh, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Indeed. I'm one of your hosts. Uh, your host, David Bell. I'm another of your ho, ho hosts, Tom Ryman. Uh, and you know, this is, we're putting this out, uh, free for all because it's, it's that time of the year. It is to, uh, the time of giving. It's You're the, welcome. It's the time of year when Mulder lures you into a mansion for a little murder suicide. Exactly. Um, just a light, just MS. a light murder suicide. Uh, of course, <laughs> what was that? Season Nudge. four? <laughs> yeah. The, nudged on by two by and um it was lily, lily tomlin. tomlin that's right yeah that's an episode i Holy wish we should shit. just cover that episode instead dave let's just throw it out <laughs> throw out the episode we had planned we're covering the Ed no. Asner christmas murder suicide lily tomlin episode this one is good too it's just a little less festive um it, it depends well, on how you 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 keep the holiday Right, that's that's fair. But uh, listen, folks, if you want to hear the rest of these episodes, you go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed, G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y, unemployed, and you can get every goddamn Fox Muller's Maniac uh, episode all, all the way up to season nine, which is what we're at. We're almost, we're, we're three seasons away, which sounds like a lot, except the last two seasons are, are only ten about episodes eight or each. ten episodes, right? So... Like realize like two episodes. Realize, folks, that we have about only thirty episodes left of Fox Mulder is amazing. I know it's so sad. No, that's still like that's still like a year. It's still like a year. Um, it's still about a year, but we're we're winding yeah. down. And you you might be wondering what are we going to do next? Well, we already know, and it's going to be fun. But there's still plenty of Mulder left. So there's plenty of Mulder left. Um, and right now we're at season nine, episode seven which is called John Doe. John, uh, John Doget. John Doget. He's, investing, yeah, in, he's I, investing in crypto. I never saw this episode. This is the first time I ever saw it. Um, it is written by Vince Gilligan. It is. Yep. Uh, it is uh, his first solo episode of the ninth season. Um, he apparently really liked the idea of a memory vampire. and He'd been trying to work on it for a while that's what this guy is okay yeah okay uh this episode features uh a mexican hotel uh which is that is that was once uh Mulder's apartment that set um you can't tell you can't tell at all because it's completely redressed oh yeah i never would have been able to tell it's oh man i thought i was gonna peg it like instantly too right it's only a few shots that's the other thing they don't shoot it in a wide really um, oh they probably were scared right <laughs> set that yeah they know they we're all familiar with notice. yeah they're not gonna show too much of it oh. yeah um a few things in this one uh the the dp bill Rowe, who does i think most of these all of yeah, yeah he was uh inspired by a movie can you guess which movie It's the movie Traffic, Tom. Okay, okay. I was sitting, yeah. I was I was legitimately trying to think. I was like, okay, when did it come out? Like, what does it kind of yeah. look? It does. It's very traffic, isn't it? It's very traffic. It's washed out. It's that stereotype that Mexico is yellow. Um, it's just like washed out and yellow all the time. Yeah, there. this this one doesn't do it. This episode doesn't do it nearly as egregiously uh, as yeah. as the meme. But yeah, for sure. This the only other thing I note is this episode has a bus cr bus crash in it, um, and I just thought it was very funny. Is that it didn't seem like it's not that elaborate of a crash, and apparently, and I thought they did a good job with this. Honestly, they they actually like they oh, they um they use nine cameras 
they they undercranked them, meaning that they they basically shot it faster than it was actually going. They sped it up. Yeah, it's an old uh, trick that people. It's that an old trip. Vince Gilligan said, "Quote: You could have stood there and had a sandwich while the thing was backing up. It was so slow." But I gotta say, it it looks good because the dust doesn't look like it was sped up. And I wonder if they added dust post production oh, or something. Have, you, to... you never you never would have been able to tell. It's a good effect. No. I never would have guessed that they sped up the footage. It looks just right. like a normal bus. It's not a spectacular crash. It's kind of the point of it is it's right. they're escaping in this bus and it just kind of goes backwards <laughs> real fast and tips over on its side. It's very anticlimactic, but Yeah, they do a bad job at escaping. You sort you do sort of forget that it's still like whatever, you know, like a four ton bus and it, you can't just like whip that out and roll it over while there's a hundred people around filming an episode. Like you, you yeah. have to treat that very seriously, even though it's kind of it doesn't look like it's really that big of a of a stunt in the episode. I read the trivia before I watched it and I expected something amazing. And I was like, oh, well, that's nothing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but it, it really is true. looks like nothing. But yeah, yeah, it's a nice reminder. Like, I remember one of the, the first time something blew my mind in film school was the someone, a teacher pointing out when we were doing set design and stuff, he'd show a scene that was at a, on a set and someone like turns on a um, sink and they're like, do you realize how hard that is to do? <laughs> like they, there's no plumbing. <laughs> so like they'd have to put a hose into the set from some other plumbing fixture mm -hmm. and then have a grip, like turn it on at the exact same time and they have to time it right. And you, you forget things like that where it's like little things like I, I think when he's like in this, when he's at Mulder's apartment, if he turned on that sink, it would have been an elaborate effect because that's probably just a set. I don't know. It's it's, I don't know. Movie, yeah, movie magic. Movie magic. Movie magic. Um, uh, what do you think of this episode? I mentioned I hadn't seen it before. <laughs> I assume you hadn't either. <laughs> no, I hadn't seen this. Da Man, I thought this episode was laughably bad. <laughs> oh, here's all right. I like the concept. Although it would have been funnier to be done to Mulder. This um, is such a Mulder. But actually, I disagree that it's funnier. It's funnier that it's Doggett. Because well, that's yeah, because one of, of our we're segment. Gonna, we're going to get to that segment. And just in lieu of everything that's happened to him this season. Just this is one yeah. more thing to throw on the pile. Throw on the misery pile of Doggett. But yeah, it's... Uh, it's not great it's it's um, it's, the, it's bad the it's it, i just think it's bad it's it's silly the uh, uh, yeah the this kind of belongs in world luckiest detective but uh, here's what i'll say the concept of a memory vampire i was like that's a neat idea the fact that it's a cartel is very funny to me also everybody knows about it in the town so not only is it about a memory vampire but a memory vampire who's doing a bad job because he literally erases memories and everybody knows. <laughs> like they talk to a guy and he's like, yeah, that cartel, if you mess with them, they'll do weird things to your mind. And it's like, isn't the point of having a memory vampire that no one knows? <laughs> like way too many people know about the memory vampire. Right. He's not doing it right. No, he's a yeah, bad he's memory really, vampire. He's really not taking advantage of the first part of that, of that two word phrase. Yeah, and it really does just sort of go nowhere. Like, once you realize that the memory vampire, all he can really do is grab your head and take your memories, uh, that's it. That's all he well, does. I mean, and they don't, he's not formidable. <laughs> like, you can just shoot that man. The astonishing thing is the memory vampire takes Doggett's memory because he's down there investigating somebody that disappeared who they also memory vampired, throws him in prison. He doesn't remember who he is. This local gangster sees Doggett likes the cut of his jib, boosts him out of jail by buying him, essentially, buys him. Right. And then gets Doggett to come work for him in exchange for him buying his freedom and just has Doggett fix up a bus. So it's yeah. like, so ultimately what it is, is you abducted an FBI agent and wiped his memory and threw him in prison so that a street level gangster could bring him out of jail to get him to work on cars. That's the episode. That's for the people episode. Who are wondering. That's the episode. Yeah, Doggett wakes up with no memory in Mexico, which we'll talk about. And you'd think like, oh, that's going to go somewhere really exciting. It felt like they didn't. It, it's also like they they didn't shoot this in Mexico. I'm sure you know that. And you can sort of tell because they don't. He's just like mostly in a barn <laughs> fixing a bus. Yeah. And it's like, man, this is boring. Just fixing a bus. 
Yeah, and again, the memory is, is vampire. The, is the bus for anything? I don't know. We never know what the bus is for. It's not like building they, to anything. They really could have. This could have been a, a monster of the week that was memorable. I, I'm reminded of, and this isn't a spoiler, but um, Gen V, the, the boys spinoff, has a character named Rufus, Tom. Can you guess what his power is? No. He makes you forget things. Rufus, get it? Um, he's like a scummy college kid who basically his power is the ability to roofie people. Um, oh, now and, I but get the, it. Uh, yep. The idea, though, is anytime like someone grabs him and then suddenly he's in a Burger King and doesn't know what he was doing. So that's the idea. His power is if you touch him, bam, like you're, it's done. You know, like you've forgotten that you were even mad at him and you're somewhere else. Um, and they could have done that, right? This idea that it's like this memory vampire and every time he gets confronted, he just like just goes man right. i'm not caught yeah you, and, you like, end but up they don't naked do that. in bush gardens or something like yeah, how the hell they did just, i get here <laughs> spoilers they just arrest him at the end yeah and he just gives it's, it up he just like they have no yeah. evidence on him the it, it, and he just says it, he gives it away at the end he's it, he's just like yeah i, I would have gotten away for uh, with it too if it wasn't right. for you meddling doggets right and it's like you could have gotten away with it if you just said no i'm not oh he probably will still get away with it because what are they gonna say like he's just like i don't know why you want to remember your memories your memories suck right and he is also in mexico so it's like i like he i feel like the mexican government has to get involved there has to be evidence um well i mean he he did abduct a federal agent so they're gonna get this guy in prison for i don't know if they're gonna get him in prison for being a memory vampire I was gonna say this is when um, this is when Mulder would have really fucked it up. Yeah, this is when he would have tombed say, the whole situation. Yeah, exactly. You just have to say like, oh yeah, he drugged them somehow, and I'm sure that's what they will say. Mulder would get an he would insist that the judge be convinced. No, it's through his fingers. He yeah. uses his he uses his fingertips, his memory fingies to to steal yeah. people's thoughts, Judge, and he's sitting right there. <laughs> Do it. Do your fingy thing. Do your memory fingies. Uh, sadly, Mulder is not in this. I don't know. Since this is a free episode, we're in the season where Mulder is gone. He's gone for uh, most of it. It's very sad. He's gone yeah, for most he'll be of back it. for the end. Uh, but we have plenty of things to do, starting with World's Luckiest Detective. Um, <laughs> That's true. I just realized we're making a free episode uh, that Mulder's not in. <laughs> yeah but this is more i mean this is one where it's like a lot of the times we'll do a free episode where we're like oh this is a big episode we got to do it um and I, i'll argue the next free episode we'll probably do is the i think the series finale is two episodes so naturally we should do the first of the two i right? think we do the first of the two i think we do jump the shark too yeah there's also the x-files the second x-files movie and we'll get at least two episodes out of that i think um, so yeah i think so. so there's there'll be some there's still some know. more free episodes in the future for sure but you know it's the holidays folks yeah it's so, spirit of giving. so here's this weird molderless x-files episode merry yeah. christmas here's some socks <laughs> here's some fucking socks here's a fucking um, go bot world's luckiest detective it's when they luck out this usually was applied to molder it's now i would say applied to Doggett in this one because I got to say, Doggett wakes up in Mexico in jail with no memory, a very bad place, right? It does take extraordinary luck for him to get out of this in that form of most people just helping him. Like he wakes up in this jail and there's a guy there who's like, hey, I speak English. Let me help you out. Uh, and he just helps right. him. He, he runs afoul of the most helpful gangster. Mm-hmm. The helpful gangster who... Um, happens to also know the guy who did this to him. Right, he happens to be directly involved in the conspiracy as well. Yeah. So that's, He's that's pretty lucky. extremely helpful. That's pretty lucky. Because otherwise, I'm pretty sure Doggett would have just spent the rest of his he life in a Mexican prison. He died anonymously in that prison. Like, yeah. They, they, they keep bringing up the Desaparecidos, uh, which is, uh, I believe, a real thing. Right. Um, but I had thought it had, was referring more to people who were like disappeared by i'm, I'm not sure um in, in prisons and such by like the government but i guess that's exactly what's going on here it's crooked cops and oh yeah cartels and stuff but it's so funny that they took 
what is apparently a real thing and it's just like it's vampires <laughs> yeah had, had this guy not been here doggett's gravestone would have been a beer bottle right he like would have just, been, just yeah he would have just been one of the many people who tragically die anom- anonymously while being trafficked like he would have just yeah, been exactly uh, yeah that that would have been would have fallen through those cracks and that would have been it and as we pointed out, the cartel is very bad, so people know about the memory vampire. He's also still in that town. Like, there's a lot of coincidences here. Like, I feel like it's Doggett not even that he's still spends... in the town. It's like they're on the same Wild West street. Like, we only see yes. one street of this town in yeah. Mexico, and everybody's on it. His yeah. first lead is this guy who stole his shoes, who's still there too. He just directly outside the prison. I think. Yeah, he just finds him. Yeah, he's just um, right there. Yeah. So it it. Doggett is very lucky. Also, I'd say it's lucky he has any sort of identifying tattoo because otherwise he is the most generic looking man ever. They even make a um, point of it. Like uh, the yeah. the helpful gangster comes in when he's trying to get Doggett to forget the whole memory thing and just help him fix buses for the rest of his life. He's like, hey, yeah. this wanted poster matches your description exactly. This guy's wanted for double murder. And it, right. the thing is, is he's not lying. It does match his description exactly. It does. Because Doggett looks like every white dude. Yeah, I don't know, white guy, brown hair, short hair, about, about in his forties, five ten, five like, eleven. Oh, you don't say. Dark yeah. hair. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! That's even every the white tattoo dude. on the arm. It's like, and um, yeah. So he's lucky. He's lucky that Reyes is, was apparently raised in Mexico, although she knows spe- how to navigate the country. She speaks Spanish with an American accent. She sure does. Uh, we'll talk about her. Um, <laughs> But like this, it's lucky this that episode is people just give a shit. Very funny and from every angle. Yeah. Also, the memory monster didn't kill Doggett. Um, he says like I wasn't ordered to kill him, and it's like why not? Well, the, what's the doubly lucky thing with that is not only was he not ordered to kill him, but they're like there are certain people. It's it's the Mulder thing, right? It's there are certain people. It's more dangerous to to kill than yeah. leave alive, and it's like. So he was too dangerous to kill, but it's not dangerous to leave him alive working on a bus. Yeah. What, <laughs> what's he going might, on here? He might remember he's a federal agent at any moment. Yeah. That's more. That's, <laughs> that's less risky than burying him underneath a Coke bottle in the middle of the desert. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Also, that's the big lucky thing. Doggett just the remembers to again? minister his passing. Yeah, he just kind of <laughs> remember. He remembers his trauma. It's, which yeah, which that which we'll, was like we'll talk I think about. it's like yeah, yeah it's funny for this it's like the one piece of like oh okay like he actually tried to like write a narrative there because like that's like yeah. oh that's like he's actually trying to say something but the rest of this episode is just like desperately grasping for any kind of anything but he is like he's like the harry potter of this memory vampire like it works on everybody else and then Doggett, he's just like nah i got my memory he just gets back. his memory back yeah he's fine yeah um to the point also harry potter he has cuts on foreheads which rays figures out somehow by seeing one corpse with those cuts um well it's there it's, it's another aspect of them being incredibly lucky is reyes just gets visions and and psychic messages sometimes yes yeah she just knows things she just knows things when the episode needs her to know things <laughs> yeah so like everything is handed to doug it basically he starts in the worst possible place and gets a, a bunch of leads of people just offering he, help and information. The best way I could, the, the best way to sum up world's luckiest detective for this episode is the episode begins with Doggett waking up in Mexico in a town that I had never heard of. And like the, right. the uh, helpful gangster makes a point of it. Like he points out like, look, you're down here. You're not in Tijuana. You're not in Mexico city. You're in this place, which is a place people like you do not come. Like, it's a place pe- most people have never heard of. So the fact that you're here means that you're probably running from something serious. So the point is, is he he wakes up with no memory in a, in a place where it is unlikely anyone will find him. And right. he finds his way out 13 days later. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, I would say he doesn't find his way out. He has shown his way out. Right. But he is like he is rescued and has fully regained his memory and is back with his friends at the FBI 13 days later. <laughs> Yes, it's wild. It, it's 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 incredibly. Lucky. That would be like to the Bane point- throwing Batman into the pit prison and him just bouncing right back out like flubber. Yeah, exactly. It it, it ends oh, with him sure. having a shootout 
And Skinner just swoops in to save him. Yeah, just saves him. Uh, he, he at sw- just the right he time. He swoops in with a, a, a de- detachment of, um, I guess, um, a, like a Mexican SWAT team or something. Yeah. But they were like, <laughs> they were so much scarier than the cartel guys. I know. <laughs> The cartel in this is, uh, like, if I were a member of the cartel and I watched this episode, I'd be like, hey, this is insulting. <laughs> we're better than this. Like, they have a memory vampire. No. And somehow, people know about That's it. That's a big like, advantage. It's, it's the That's worst cartel. Advantage. It's the biggest waste of a memory vampire ever. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. You started on third base. <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking you Christ. How did you screw this up? Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's madness. Yeah. Uh, should we get into our next segment? We should. All right. Folks, Who are we even? I don't yeah. even know, man. This is normally where we dim the lights. We put on something nice, something that feels good against the skin. Um, um, we we draw draw the blinds and we we put on the Bigfoot video because um, mm. it's time for some self love. Um, and a little Mulder after dark. Ooh, yeah, jerk mm, into that Bigfoot yeah. video. Come into that sax yep. while um, making eye contact with Bigfoot. <laughs> of course. I only have stuff on Reyes and Doggett. Of course, this, um, I just wanted to say, this is if, if for some reason you're catching, this is your first episode. This is right. normally where we talk about all the crazy shit Mulder did. But since he's not right. in this episode, we're talking about all the crazy shit everybody else did. And there is no shortage, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say the dog it doesn't need this segment will be that's a meaty me, that's the meaty. that's the meat of the burger right there yeah absolutely um, there's a there's so a dog big is, ass patty in that in that sandwich this week dog it's a terrible liar I just want to point that out where he takes it thirty seconds to come up with a fake name and he has to it's it, he has to like find a word right it's the it's and the I just Family Guy gag funny. or he's like it is P Chair Griffin Peter Griffin yeah. It, it, it it's very funny how bad of a liar yeah, he's he terrible is. Terrible at it. I only had one other thing about Doggett. He moves like a spider in this. The guy he 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 sneaks from under a car to the roof of the car and jumps on the guy. And it was like he moved like a fucking he moved like a mutant. Like he's the the X file. Um, right, he's the T one thousand. And I just gotta say, yeah, it was very spry of him. That's all. Um, do you have anything about Doggett? Because I really don't. Obviously, until the next seg- section. Not, not really. Um, the main thing was the the calling card thing because the fake name he selects winds up be. I mean, it winds up being good, right? Because it's the name of a calling card, and it's the only reason we got that bit of dialogue about how Reyes was born and raised in Mexico because she recognizes the name right. as the name of a local calling card. Those are two extraordinarily lucky things we should have mentioned That's before. That's true. I forgot about it until this moment. Yeah. But like right above it, there was something like Van Sant or something. I don't, it, it was, yeah. it, it was like a, a pairing that looked like a person's name. And so it was like, he's looking at a sign and it's, it's <laughs> like on top is what's clearly looks like a person's name. And then the, the bottom, which is like a company name. <laughs> so right. It's, it's like going, I'm Detective Verizon. I'm Detective you know, Coca-Cola. Like, yeah. Yeah. You idiot dog it. Um, Reyes. Um, so the first thing she does is threaten a man in front of his lawyer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's, she speaks in Spanish to a guy in front of his lawyer who can't speak Spanish. That feels illegal. She accuses him of being a smuggler. In front of his lawyer, a human trafficker, a human trafficker yeah. and murderer. And I'm not saying he's not that. I'm saying that you can't do that. Is I he though? Think. Because we never see him again. That's a good point. We never see him again. I guess because I think Doggett was there investigating him, and I'm guessing he put the he sicked the memory vampire. I on don't him. know. It's unclear what happened because yeah. we don't ever see the guy that Doggett went there looking for. There's no justice, no, ultimately, I don't, I'm except not even, the memory vampire. I'm not even sure what the case was. <laughs> right. No, not at all. Um, I didn't actually have much for Reyes. I think it's weird that there's a scene that must have happened, which is that Reyes finds these these uh, cuts on a dead guy on his head. Um, 
And somehow that equates to her knowing that the memory vampire c- does that. Has like, little, I was very little, clear little because. Fangs. Yeah, like, Doggett has those cuts too, but they're like old scars and they're sort of under the scalp. He knows them earlier, but it ends with them sort of knowing, like, we know exactly how you do this. And I, I don't know how they figured that out. Reyes must have saw them on the corpse. Like, how did they How did they figure out this guy's a fucking memory vampire? I assume Reyes did a real Mulder leap, right? Where she saw him on this other corpse and then decided, you know, that must be how he sucks out their memory. It's weird that they never just assume he drugs people. They sort of... What happens is, is Doggett gets his memory back when he remembers that his son is dead. Yes. Um, and then... With that, he walks into the little cafe where the memory vampire has been sitting the whole time and basically just tells him, I remember everything. You gave me these. Right. And he points to oh, the marks so on his head. he remembered having his memory taken away. Yes. Okay, that's fair. I, I think guess. Ray has noticed the marks, but... Okay, but they figured it out. Right, that. they figure yeah, it out okay. because Doggett like, just remembers when, they, just remembers. when, when they need that him makes to. Sense. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't have much else. I I have more for the only thing I have. I did have one more thing for Doggett, and that's just he hangs out in that garage with that man he's killed for quite a long time. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. There's just a dead guy in there. There's one of the guys, the helpful gangsters, stick man, never trusts Doggett, and then goes to try to kill him, and then Doggett kills him instead. He kills him twice as fast and twice as cool. Yeah, um, that's true. But then he's just hanging out with this dude's dead body. And then Helpful Gangster comes back and they have a confrontation. And Helpful Gangster knocks Doggett out and leaves him there. That's another lucky thing that we didn't cover. That is very weird. Um, so Doggett, that you mentioned it, yeah, that's... Doggett wakes up like, I don't know how much time has passed. And he's still in the same barn with the same dead guy. He and never he's not, leaves that barn. And he's not really reacting to it. He never gets a good explanation as to who that guy was or why he came to kill him. Nobody ever tells him what happened with that guy. So he never understands who this dude was or why he wanted him dead. And it's just hanging out with his dead body all day. It's a comedy of errors because he he spends most of the episode in a barn. Then Reyes shows up and is like, I'm your partner. And Doggett's like, okay. Um, And he believes her. And then they're like, we got to get out of here. And they take the bus and they get I don't know, 30 feet? In that bus? Not far. Before the bus crashed. It was not a good Who's game. Who's driving? Doggett, I think. Okay. So, yeah, he really just beefs it in this episode. He just sucks. Right. He stands on uh, the gas and they back right into a, a hill. And the thing what just an rolls over. <laughs> it's very yeah, anticlimactic. It, there's this moment where he's like, we'll take the bus. And then, yeah, they crash. And they're just going to sit there and die. And then Skinner just shows up to save them. <laughs> Yeah. We'll take it's the like, bus and rolls the bus. Well, I guess we're going to die now. Yeah, that was a really bad job. Terrible job. It was pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. Uh, man, should we get into the, the meat? I think so. I think we should sink our teeth into the meat. Meeps. All right. Folks, this is John Doggett doesn't need this. Lord, right. is it? This, yeah. Do you want to explain what this is? I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's what it is. John Doggett, as we've learned watching this um, new season with Doggett, Doggett's, you know, he's the new, one of the new main characters, him and Reyes. And um, uh, what we've learned is that, I guess we, we should talk about his past. He was assigned to find Mulder. That was it. He's a, a, a old New York beat cop who became part of the FBI. He's a straight shooter. You know, he calls it like he sees it. He'll accept the paranormal if he, if he is confronted with it, but he's generally, you know, he's like somewhat skeptic. Um, yeah. He's just the a, thing he's about, a, he's a very serious detective. He'll, he'll, yeah. he'll accept the supernatural if that's what the evidence says. Right. The problem is late season X files. They don't have time to fuck around with that. They oh, sure oh don't. they didn't see the like first season X Files. Scully would always come in conveniently after the paranormal thing would happen. This season, they're like they have to one up themselves so much. It's season nine, so John Doggett basically started this job uh, to find Mulder, 
he gets assigned the X-Files almost as punishment and then proceeds to be just confronted with the paranormal every week. Um, and when I say of, confronted, I mean pummeled by. That's yeah, that's, that's tally it off. He was beaten and nearly drowned in a river by a Batman, like a man bat. Yeah, man bat. Um, he met a dead child. He like met a ghost. He he. Okay, to sum it up, he's died three times. Right. He and when was, I say died, I mean he was shot in the stomach and eaten by a monster that then. Uh, resurrected him by vomiting him up he vomited doggett back to life so canonically doggett was killed eaten and thrown back up to life the vomit of right. life he was dragged in a vat of water and drowned um which technically doesn't mean he died but he thought he would died his, he was drowned his heart by stopped. a super soldier his heart, his heart stopped. stopped and he was he was brought back to life by the person who drowned him um, it just happened to be Lucy Lawless. Yeah. He was killed in another timeline where he was paralyzed, uh, sat in a hospital bed for weeks, and then Mercy killed. He begged Reyes he for begged death. He begged for death. He begged for death, and it was mercifully granted. So Doggett has yeah. died three times. The show seems obsessed with punishing Doggett. Um, he also he, discovered that his son was... Uh, we already knew his son was abducted and murdered. We discovered his son was abducted and murdered by a demon. Yep. There's also this fact that he's not just abused heavily, but no one seems to care about Nobody his well Nobody seems to care. You're right. He's like... There was an episode where Scully just sent him to investigate just, a flesh-eating virus it just hit me. in the sewer that's, and then forgot about him. That's right. That Man, that episode's pretty great. It just hit, they treat yeah. They treat him like a stunt man. Yes, or like a rover. They treat him, treat him like he's a robot that they send. Right, he's the danger. canary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> send him in there. Let him wharf his ass through there and see if he gets beat up. Exactly. He is constantly in peril. So, uh, and no one gives a shit. So, yeah. you understand how funny it is that he would then wake up in Mexico with no memory, with a man stealing his shoes. <laughs> yeah, like that's the first thing that happens. He wakes up and a man is stealing his shoes in a fucking in a in a like a a warehouse it's and perfect it, and it escalates to he is a, a purchased he he's he's sold into slavery he is to sold work into slavery. on a, to work on a bus let's not get ahead of ourselves he is put in jail for eight days that's true he yeah. a man steals his shoe he runs after him with one shoe is immediately arrested um, which is hilarious. Oh yeah. They, he's told that he must be some sort of horrible criminal because he's only the only reason he'd be down here. So he has to assume he, at one point he, he's convinced he's a double murderer. Like he, he that's yeah. Um, then he's in jail for eight days while in jail. He has dreams of a family that he is so excited to meet. He keeps this, dreaming like, of his, of his beautiful little boy excitedly yeah, waking like, oh, him up in bed yep that kid's definitely alive i'm so happy about such, he's clinging it's clear he's clinging to this memory it's his guiding light okay. it's the yep. only scrap of humanity it's the only scrap of himself he has and it's this beautiful idyllic life that he can't wait to right. get back through it's his hope his precious yep. hope dave yep then he gets out of jail and a male a man says to him i own you like i own that car he is he is he is put into slavery but first he gets away. Uh, he and he, he realizes he bullies the gangster into not making him do crimes for him. Yep, but he gets away first, and then, like after a day, realizes that his only prospect was <laughs> to, to work for the helpful slave. gangster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he gets he gets put he gets he he becomes a slave for a human trafficker in Mexico, who then yeah uses him. Just to fix cars. Just to fix cars. <laughs> so he spends most of the episode under a bus. Um, and then my my favorite part is then when we cut to the FBI and Reyes and Skinner go to Kirsch and they're like, John Doggett is somewhere in Mexico. We need we need to get him back. Kirsch says, eh. Kirsch says, let's, let's just no. hand it to. Yeah, he says, no. 
He gives up after 12 days of Doggett missing. 12 days. Kirsch calls it, quote, a wasted effort. And then turns it over to the Mexican government, which is the funniest fucking thing to happen. This is, it's, it's an, I think it's an oblique 9-11 reference, right? Because this is post 9-11 at this point, is it not? It sh- it, yes, it's so been post 9-11. Kirsch makes a, makes a reference to like, I can't pull that because he says we have like four dozen agents looking for Doggett in the state of Texas. Right. He says, I cannot pull 40 federal agents and send them into Mexico right now. He's like, not with the things the way they are. And I think that's a 9-11 reference. I, yeah, so I'm guessing I think because... Doggett is stuck because 9-11. <laughs> right. This is probably the closest they got to mentioning 9-11 so far. Because no, think, a lot of I this was they, I shot... I think they did like a since 9-11. You know, I think they did the I don't thing. know because a lot of this... Like, I know a few episodes ago came out like right after 9-11. Like, they right. had been shooting and writing before 9-11 right so yeah i think right now it's just what they're injecting things into it as much as they can but it's so fucking funny 12 days he's missing in mexico and kirsch is just like eh. nope we're yeah, pretty sure we found him uh-uh. right they're also like yeah we think we know where where he might be he's in mexico he was looking after this guy and kirsch is just like no nah, it's not it's too much work um, so it really perfectly like encapsulates Doggett being horribly abused and then everybody around him also just not caring enough. It's so perfect. Um, then he gets his ass handed to him in the ga- garage. He gets beaten, like you said, and he and he uh, and he's so he's he's now just he's enslaved. He got beaten up in a garage after again. I can't stress enough. Working on a bus is not fun, right? Like it's just awful work yeah uh, in this like no garage. idea who he is this is just working on a bus it's like okay yep. this he's like imagine how bewildering that is you have no idea who you are yeah. uh but this one cheerful yet sinister gangster is hell-bent on making you work on buses like he spent his own money to spring you out of jail to make you work yeah. on buses for him this is the only life what's happening <laughs> Yeah, this could have been it. This could have been it. Um, he he. Reyes shows up, and probably the most amazing scene happens, which is Doggett like, oh, hey, hey, Reyes, I guess you're my partner. I have a son, right? I'm super excited about my son. And then we what's get to name, watch right? Doggett. And she's like, yeah, what's his name? <laughs> yeah. And then she gives him this look that can only be described as a "your son is dead" look. And uh, we of- get to watch. What's that? Go ahead and finish, because then I, I want to say something. Oh, we get to watch John Doggett relearn that his son is dead. He, we get um, he gets to relive the experience of the, the the abduction and brutal murder of his son. <laughs> yeah, incredible thing. They're like, how can we torture Doggett some more? We already killed his son. What if we erased his memory and had him experience his son dying again? No, I can't fucking believe this. I wanted to just put a. To, to stop real quick and, and, and clarify, it is a wonderfully acted scene. Like, this oh, is yeah. the kind of scene, like, we talked uh, several, many episodes ago, but we've mentioned a few times throughout this this series about how there's been a few episodes where Duchovny and Anderson both were really asking for some something that, like, Beyond the Sea for Gillian Anderson and... Um, yeah. I forget which one it was for Mulder. Something to work with. Like, yes, Mulder's he, had a few. He's yeah. had a few, like, where they get to do something, do something emotional, do something that's shows off what they can do. This is a challenge as an actor. And this is uh, a big, dramatic challenge. Okay, you, we need to... You need... We need to see you experience, like, re, relive the death of your son in 30 seconds. And it has to be almost entirely on your face. Yeah, um, Robert Patrick is somewhat underrated. He I would is argue. somewhat underrated. He's actually quite a good actor. <laughs> Remember him in fucking Peacemaker? He's great like, he in was Peacemaker, it. and it's twenty yeah. years after this. Yeah, he's, he's great as good. the T one thousand. He's an all time fucking think, villain as the T one thousand. Yeah, I I think T one thousand what did it right where they're like ooh unemotional scary guy and that's what you'll be. I don't know. Um, but, but he has a wonderfully acted scene, which only makes it funnier. Exactly. It's <laughs> a wonderfully acted scene that I'm of, cackling. The level of anguish they are meeting upon this man for the brief so time that he's been in the X-Files. 
<laughs> if I got that last action hero ticket, John Doggett would never stop beating me up when I told him how delighted I was by his misery. By his life. Because, yeah. like, oh, I love you yeah, as a his, character. Yeah, you're so funny how your son died. Um, because that's what it is. It's like, it's not just that Doggett goes through so many abuses. It's that it's like the writers are figuring out the most creative ways to hurt him. And this is pri- by far one of the best. Is just watching John Doggett relearn that his son was murdered by a demon and he has to learn this in a garage that he's been working with and then as like a little punctuation he's immediately tear gassed (laughs) (laughs) he's tear gassed by the corrupt mexican police he sure is who who come in and whoop everyone's ass (laughs) yeah the only thing that could have been made it better is if that tear gas hit him square in the nuts (laughs) that's like the only the only thing they could have added to this um i can believe this i'm just going like oh my god my son and then he gets tear gassed it's like it's like they sat around okay what's the worst thing we could do to dog it well we could yeah we can't like we killed his son already what if we killed him again yeah it's so fucking funny and again no one gives a shit about his pain to the point that this ends with him confronting the memory vampire and the memory vampire is like you know i've been up in those memories man are you okay what, what do you like see? the yeah. memory vampire is basically like listen do you even want these memories they yeah. suck. he's like i'm not even sure why you wanted these <laughs> right memory vampire should be like did you get drowned how many times have you died how many times man? have you died yeah. yeah like i that he's because apparently the memory vampire like implied by the name he gets the memories he does um, he, he feeds upon them yeah right which i'm honestly like you'd think the moment he ate Doggett's memories he would like leave for a minute and come back and be like okay hold on you're in what the x files what is this what is all of this he was like, like he had so many questions <laughs> shit and razor like, blades so, after drinking yeah. Doggett's memories yeah you'd be like bat people exist the fuck is this they were, should is i be that, worried he, about the super soldiers they seem of very mine, the bat person right. it's like is are is the world gonna end because it seems like there's super soldiers aliens that are gonna take too, over the world huh? i thought i being a vampire i thought i knew how the world right. were. aliens like, too. ghosts huh you'd think yeah you'd think he'd turn around and be like can i help like is there any way right, I can he would help? switch sides right he's like fucking yeah. demons are real Right. Like, I think you guys need me and I think I need you because this is bad. This is very bad. Your life is awful, man. Like, and that's what he does. He basically at the end is like, hey, man, your life sucks. Do you, are you sure you even want these memories? And Jog Doggett, his only victory is him being like, yes, it sucks, but it's my life. <laughs> and like, that's the lowest, lowest point being like you know what but I mean, they're my shitty memories well it's the it's the thing that you know it's the the bit of good writing that shines it's like the clear the idea that Vince Gillian had where like yeah he regains his memory because he clings to his trauma that's what brings his memory yeah. back and it's like well why would you want this pain he says because it's mine and it's like I get the, right. I get the philosophical point being made there oh, it's just absolutely. very funny to make this point in this episode <laughs> yeah when you've had Doggett's I don't even just mean yeah, the, the whole sense, season that's what they're talking yeah about. just Doggett getting his ass whipped <laughs> and he's like I why wonder- do you want to remember getting drowned by a Batman because because it's my memory. I want like to do like a montage. That one. <laughs> yeah. Montage of all the things that's happened to him. He's like, the, they're my memory. You've experienced the pain of death three times. Yeah. He's like, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. It gets a little less terrifying each time. Yeah. It's the only escape I have. Really, He's just, he becomes, he becomes a flatliner. Yeah. He just becomes addicted <laughs> to it. <laughs> The flatliner. flatliner. <laughs> Holy shit, I want that. Oh, oh. dog it fucking edging life. <laughs> it's the only escape he gets. Oh. Poor dog it. Yeah, that's what I got. And like, yeah, he really didn't need this fucking. He didn't deserve this. this. He didn't deserve any of this. Add it to the pile. Yep. Memory vampire Holy in Mexico. Shit, I couldn't believe this. <laughs> perfect perfect idea oh man uh, um should we talk about fireball offenses yeah i would say listen in the end when the smoke settles 
Um, smoke settles. And the smoke settles, I, she's, she's probably, it's understandable, but Reyes leaves to Mexico to get in a gunfight with the Mexican police after her boss specifically told her not to. Um, that's pretty bad. Like, even in the end when they're going to be like, we got, we found Doggett, both Reyes and Skinner secretly go to Mexico to get into a fight with the Mexican police. Right, that's an international incident. Yes, they are FBI agents. You, I don't think you can do this. Even it, they'll be like, but they're corrupt. It's like, mm. no, I think that's still yeah. you're still invading uh, another country, and and yes, it's it, it's an act I, the of FBI war. I think maybe Mexico. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it might be. In a, a, the only saving grace is that Skinner shows up with uh, Mexican authorities. But like, I feel like they wrote that in to make sure. Uh, like that's, I think that's the only thing is, I think Skinner. When he went to Mexico, he was smart enough to immediately go to like their authorities and explain it and then work with them. Reyes is just going rogue in Mexico, literally shooting at. She shoots at the Mexican police. She's shooting at the police in this. And again, yes, they're corrupt. They're still the police. They're still the police. <laughs> yeah. Again, international incident. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty big one. Pretty big fireball effect. Yeah. They invaded yeah. Mexico, Dave. They invaded yeah. Mexico. Again, even if they settled this with the Mexican government, I think part of settling it would be firing Reyes and Skinner. Maybe not Skinner, maybe, but Reyes, again, she's in a gunfight. She gets tear gassed by the Mexican police, throws the tear gas back, and fires her, her gun at them. <laughs> it's, it's not great. It's not great. Uh, that's all I have for fireball offenses. Yeah, that's I don't other than any. yeah, other than having getting memory vampired. Like we've said this with a few episodes, you'd think they'd give Doggett like a month off. You know, he needs some but time. He's back just at it next let week. him go home and watch NASCAR for the love of Christ. Seriously, he just wants let to watch that man NASCAR. have a beer and watch his races for Christ's sake. Yeah. Um, name the enabler. I. Huh. Uh, Skinner, I, I guess, yeah, sort of. It's hard. I guess that that trafficker um, is very helpful. Right, the cheerful gangster is really facil- the, Honestly, the memory vampire is is really enabling yes. all of this. It's weird for reasons yeah, that, just, and indecipherable motives that that vampire possesses. It's weird to say you're enabling him by not burying him in Mexico, but that is you kind of are like it's yeah. tough, tough love, I, tough love. Bury I, him in the fucking desert. Right, I can't stress it enough. The cartel has no use for a memory vampire because it's not like I could erase his how, memory. Not if it's this like, is how they're using him. Right, they're like, you know what else erases memories? A bullet. You know, like right, the point. The point to erasing somebody like Doggett's memory is to erase his memory of the crime and then send him back to the FBI so that the investigation goes away. Exactly, but they, you're they doing him, memory vampire wrong. They really are. <laughs> They really are like that. That would have been the made more sense if he woke up on the border with no memory, and then they were like had to figure well, it out. The whole Desaparecidos thing. It's like this thing happens without vampires, right? So like the thing, yeah. the thing that's hard to do is to take the memory away and then reinsert these people back into wherever exactly. they, their lives. Like he wiped his memory and then just left him in the L- same let place. Just work on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? You, yeah. What are you doing? You idiots. Jesus. All right. Crazy like a fox. Oh man. This is the part of the episode where we assign an America rating from one to 10 to grade the behavior of agent Fox Mulder. One being cool, calm, collected, professional, a representative of the uh, federal government. 10 being the complete opposite of all of those things that being hijacking a gondola, uh, a strangling yeah. a man who then dies seconds, seconds later in your custody. Uh, uh, firing a gun into a crowd of Vietnam veterans screaming about an invisible man. Uh, those are all tens. So this didn't have much Scully, as as evidenced by the fact that we didn't bring her up. Um, she is in it briefly, I think. Very briefly. She doesn't do much. So we have Reyes and Doggett. Um, I honestly... So there's something to be said about getting in a gunfight with the Mexican police, but the context matters right is they're kind of going to kill them 
Uh, so this is all to say it feels low, which you know these things happen. We've had we have low. Right, honestly, the score the, the nuttiness is more on the side of the vampire and the cart. Like, what is their plan here? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give the Mexican cartel a ten. A ten. <laughs> the Mexican cartel but, a ten. Yeah, but Reyes, I would say I don't know a three, a four, maybe. Uh, I'd give her a three because we're, we're, we saw sort of, I'd give her a three because we saw the, oh no, wait, a four, because she does sort of start calling somebody a human trafficker and a murderer right in front of their lawyer. Right. I'm fine does with Doggy, Does Doggy get anything? I don't think he can, really. No. So Reyes gets a four. Yeah, it, it's memory, memory vampire. Mexican cartel gets a ten. I'll, I'll lock that down on our big, <laughs> big list. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy, indeed. Well, shit on us. That's shit an upon episode. us. Shit upon us. Tis That's the an episode. season. You yes, little shitters. Have, yeah, you little fucking shitters. God have a great holiday. Shitters. Have a great holiday. And listen, if you're interested, there's more episodes on this uh on our patreon patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed uh we also have other exclusive podcasts like tom and jeff watch batman mm. uh we also have star trek the next futurama and spiel boys check all those out gamefully yeah. unemployed we watch movies every uh friday night with our patrons as well bunch of bunch of goodies on there check it out yeah yeah exclusive podcasts uh, custom podcasts all that good stuff we also have a store mm-hmm. head over to gamefullyunemployed.com GamefullyUnemployed.com. We can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. Uh, so slap your little peepers onto that. Um, yeah. And, let's and we'll be, see you in the the new year we'll, with Hellbound. We'll see you in the Next new year. Next episode, Hellbound. The new year, new yeah. Mulder. Yeah. New year, new Mulder. I bet he says that every year to mm. himself. Uh, it's not. He gets a. Go ahead. He like he gets like some new Oakleys and he's like, it's a new Mulder. New this year, year, new Mulder. <laughs> yeah this year he, i'm gonna he be a roller in the office. guy yeah yeah he's stressing the office scully laughs at him he throws away his rollerblades <laughs> immediately throws them away Dude, it was a joke before anyway. lunch they're in the trash absolutely poor Mulder. <laughs> artwork for fox Mulder is a maniac is produced by starlene hodge Follow her on Twitter at StarleneX, that's Starlene with an X, or check out her delightful webcomic at rubywhipple.com.